Hi, this is New Dawn and welcome to Blapow, the magnificent power of whatever the subject happens to be. On today's menu, it's ladies season, so sit back, relax and enjoy the chat as I shine a light on some of the fabulous ladies from my hometown who are out there unapologetically doing their thing. Hi ladies. Um, thank you for being my guest today on Blah Pow, the magnificent power of women. Love the name by the way. Yeah, love it. Thank you. Love it, love it. Um, okay, so I've obviously known you two ladies for a while, mm-hmm. but um, if you could just introduce yourself, just give a little brief rundown of who you are. Okay. So um, our <laughs> listeners can hear the looks, the looks. It's okay, ladies. This is as difficult as it's going to get. You're all right. All right, then. So uh, I'll go first. Hi, I'm Lydia. Um, do I have to say my surname? Shekilo, by the way. Um, yeah, i um, been living in Islam my whole life. I'm fortunate to know Dawn my whole life. Um, yeah, um, and I'm proud to be um, a resident of Slough. I've moved away, but we'll always have... Um, got back here really if I'm honest my family live here um yeah and I decided to come back probably when I decided to have kids so I'm a mum of seven kids um ranging different age groups and everything I work in Slough my whole life I worked for um Telefonica on the Bath Road for 22 years um and yeah that's really me in a nutshell lovely stuff wow um so yeah so I'm Patsy Patsy Christian um I'm born and bred in Slough, but I've moved around a little bit. Um, so, uh, as Lydia said, myself, uh, I've known Dawn also for a very long time. Dawn, Dawn's mum, my mum and dad is Dawn's godparents. And uh, back in the day, Dawn's mum and our, my mum and dad would have parties together and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, we go back a long, long way. So, um, as I said, born and bred in Slough, we used to live... Um, the first house I remember in Slough is in Manor Park. Um, then we moved over to Sippenham, where we had our family home for 40 odd years um, until, um, yeah, my dad was on his own. We've all grown now and uh, my dad moved out to Wexham. But I've moved around a bit, lived in George Green, lived just a bit outside in, in Eaton Wake and stuff. But um, born and bred, you can't take uh, the Slough out of me. <laughs> Some may say fortunately, or some may say unfortunately. <laughs> exactly, it comes to mind that Isn't little um, that Simba. What's over there, Daddy? <laughs> Slough. <laughs> <laughs> That's the dark side. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, bless you. Okay, thank you, ladies. Thanks for that. Um, so the reason why I have you here today is because you launched your first of six podcasts so far I think it's six yes yes yeah. uh in June this year one of which I've had the pleasure of appearing on thank you did. um I thoroughly enjoy listening to them all but for those who haven't heard them could you tell us what they're about and what motivated you to um to create them in the first place so okay, um, maybe we've both got a different spin on what they're about. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, my take on it is, um, it's just something I like doing with my friend. Yeah, it's what it's about is literally that spending time 
what we do when we're together is actually uh, talk about a whole host of things, catch yeah. and joke about lots of different things that we go through, that most people go through, you know. Um, yeah. What we talk about isn't just indicative to us. So what it's about is anything you want it to be, really, um, like it says in the intro. Um, how it came about was, well, myself and Patsy do lots of things all, all the time, lots of little things. Um, and, you know, whilst our children have been growing up, we've been involved in things like PTA groups, all different types of groups, self-help groups, and lots of different things. But we used to get started on things and, and they never we never used to really finish them. Mm. We weren't good at finishing. Um, and so we had this idea for a podcast. And, and actually a podcast for us is great because, and this is great because we don't want to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's why it was a podcast. <laughs> Um, and we thought, yeah, we're going to start this. There is, it isn't anything that we don't do anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not actually bringing up kind of new skills that we need, other than the techno- tech, technical side Started of things. Bit, yeah. But everything else was, it was quite easy, easy you know. Yeah. And we had, and we knew people, you know, and we kind of thought, let's see how it goes. So that that's my bit of it of um, sitting on my side of the shuffle. And let's. Let's open up the floor to Patsy and see if there's any other similarities there. Well, no, I think I think you're spot on, Lid. It's you know, it's doing what we always do: sit and chat. And as Lid said, we we talk about a load of stuff. Obviously, our kids are grown and grow in. Um, we've been through you know them from babies. We talk about that schooling, that education, universities to the young adults now and work. Um, and even just the stuff for me and Lid, our own careers and how we've developed over the years and stuff we've gone through um, in our personal lives, in our careers. And uh, we and actually it was it was my daughter that said, Mum, why don't you do create this podcast? Because you and Lid do this anyway. You sit and chat and over a cup of tea or a glass of wine or whatever. And um, we just thought, yeah. And as Lid said, we have started some things over the years. Last year, we we and this is kind of I think still a bit on the burner it's not parked yet we started something else to do with um diversity and inclusion and that could still come Mm -hmm. but then we we parked it for a period and we left it and and life took over but the podcast amazingly has just been so easy we literally bought a couple of microphones we're sitting in my dining room and we're doing what we always do um and yeah, so we just wanted to, and we just wanted to put it out and 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 see what people think. We love it. We've got good feedback, um, but it is just so easy. And um, and yeah, as Lid said, the technical side was a bit tricky, but we've got our kids involved. And before you knew it, we said, yeah, we're going to do it. And next thing you know, we was recording we our first one, and now we're on to six. So yeah, it's been amazing. I have to say that the flow between you lot is really good. It's just natural. You can listen to it and just imagine that you're sat around the table with you lot just busting jokes. So you've definitely got that side of it down. Um, And that's why it's so easy because we're not even trying. This is normal. It's just, yeah. (laughs) This is just how it how we roll in it. It is. I mean, but with the podcast, obviously there is um, an element of, uh, because we're sharing facts and we're signposting people. So obviously yeah. there is a little bit of research needed, but not in the way that you, you know, you're researching subject matter that you would normally be talking about anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's just um, giving some kind of context and um, numbering to that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's probably 
That's probably the hardest bit, yeah, I think, yeah. But really getting together with your friends over a drink. <laughs> every week, every other week. <laughs> yeah. You know. mm. It's not that yeah. strenuous. No, no. no, it's not. And if, and, it, and if it is that strenuous for you... Uh, <laughs> And I'll that's the subject there. for another podcast. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Cue the fat on that. Oh. Okay, so your podcast is called The Shelf Renaissance. Where did that name come from? Right, Patsy, I think you should tell the story here. Well, so um, I read a book called... Um, I was reading a book called The Shelf. And um, I said to Lydia, oh my God, Lydia, you've got to read this book. It's just, it's just really good. So this book is almost like a modern day big brother house okay. where um, six women are taken by their partners and left in this room. Their partners haven't told them why they go in, in this room and being left in this space. So there's the main characters, this lady called Amy, she's been with her, she's mid thirties mm. and the age, the age ranges from mid thirties up to my age, mid-50s or something like that. Some married, some not, some with children, some not, good careers, some not, housewives and all of this okay. range of range so, of women. Yeah. Um, black women, it was a black one black woman and, and the rest were white. So this so this lady mm-hmm. uh, thinks she's going on holiday because her, her boyfriend tells her to pack some stuff and we're going on a little trip. So she's getting really excited. I think she's going oh, on she holiday. thinks he's going to propose. Yeah, yeah, she oh. thinks she's going to propose. And she's been with this guy for a couple of years <laughs> yeah, yeah. now. And all her other friends are, you know, they're having babies and, and marriage. Yeah. yeah, She's watching them all on Insta and thinking, why, why am I in, you know, nothing like this going on. Anyway, so... He rocks up and she goes into this place and then he leaves her there. So one by one, all of these other women arrive. But the difference is with... It is like a modern-day Big Brother, but they're able to see all of the comments that people are making about them. People that are following the show on this big screen. Okay. So they're like, oh, my God, what's wrong with that Amy? She needs to do this. She did. You imagine all the comments that are going on. But don't we know about that. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> So I'm reading this book and it's just the book is just amazing. It's just so real life. I probably got into into the book and I, Lydia loves to read as well, probably a bit more than I do. But anyway, really good. And I said, Lyd, you need to read this book. You're really, really going to love it. Anyway, so we decided we're going to start a podcast. And then um, we were sitting here and uh, I just said to we were trying to think of what we're going to call it. We weren't sure and this that, and the other. And then I just said, oh, Lyd, here's this book that I've been talking about. And Lid said, that's it. That's what we would call it, the shelf. And it was just... And on the cover of this book, it's blue, it's got a, a shelf and it's got six women on the shelf. So basically the point of it is, uh, they're in this shelf for 12 weeks, yeah. I think. And someone gets evicted, just like okay, the big like brother. Big brother yeah. And it's who's going to be left on the shelf. But actually the person who's left wins and they, they win all of this money. But yeah, so... Um, and it was just... It, it was just meant to be. Yeah. I think it just... Um... But there's also an element... Uh, what I liked about the shelf was that, you know, all these different personalities all coming through at different stages of their life, but they all had... You know, if you think about it, the very fact that your partners are picking you up, but you're so disassociated from the fact that they're leaving you there, <laughs> yeah. you've got some other reason in your mind or you've made that up to see as to why you're there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and... Really, if I have to be honest, I'm not talking about relationships. I'm, whatever you want to put to it, yeah, is we are all like that. You know, sometimes we can be blinkered by 
what we want to see happen mm. rather than actually <laughs> what's what really there. happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And actually, you know, being in a, a group or a tribe of a like-minded people should help you to navigate that narrative a little better. Yeah. And us being now um, as part of the middle young. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Uh, we like that I, I think, you know, we've got lots of stuff to share. Yeah. But, and nobody's saying that you have to go with what we're saying. We're just saying this is what we're, we're offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what we're bringing. This is what our, our tribe talk about. And we can catch joking that. And we'll signpost you to some real information mm. if you if you want to explore that any further. So the shelf is anything you really you want, want it, it to, to be. be. That's right. Absolutely anything you want it to be. Yeah. And, you know, that's why we say, and that's where the curious bit comes in. Because actually, we're not telling you, it's not, it's not written there, this is exactly what it is. Is if you're curious, it's whatever you want it to be. So take okay. what, yeah, take yeah, yeah, what yeah. you will from it. But always, I think, you know, in terms of staying curious, um, yeah, you should be a person like that, you know, because with that curiosity, uh, you, you don't move forward. You've, yeah, got, you, you, you've got to want to explore what is either beyond you, to yeah, the side yeah. of you, to at both sides of you. Um, I would say you, you can use the back, to, you know, looking backwards to it, but really looking back is looking back. Mm. Yeah, being curious is about looking forward or even staying in the space that you're in but still being curious yes, about, about that it. space yeah, and, yeah. and having something to grow. doesn't mean because you can't move forward that you can't move forward. Mm. Yeah, you know the step might be a sideways step for a while to get you forward. Mm. Yeah, and whether that's because I've been in those steps for my career, for my kids, you know. So, yeah. Oh, and then and one other we we are joined on the shelf by two other people, um, as well as having a guest. You know, my sister's part of the shelf, and actually, you know, my cousin. So. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realise that. Yeah, we're yeah, far yeah. family connection there, yeah, with Helen. So, yeah, but it's nice doing it with my sisters. And do you know what? It's actually nice doing it with ladies of our age. Yeah. yeah. Because there's, not that I've seen, but not that I've actually really looked, but I don't think there's many podcasts for women of no. our age, especially <laughs> black women yeah. of our age. And that's another reason why, so, you know, obviously over this last year and more we've all gone through quite you know difficult times with covid and other stuff in our personal lives and that's another reason why i you know one of the reasons why i particularly wanted to to do something like this not that i would say i'm quite um, maybe not introverted is a bit strong word but i think yeah that is a bit strong yeah <laughs> I'm not one to always be, I'm not one to be putting myself out there. Yeah. But I think with some of the um, tough times that we've had, I wanted to find an avenue where I could possibly share some stuff and experiences to help other black women my age who were going through similar stuff. And the, 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 the podcast um, was an avenue for that. Okay, great. Hmm. Love that, love that. Um, okay, so personally, I recently have been off of the government and politics. I don't want to hear nothing. It's just, it saves my blood pressure from rising. <laughs> is there any topic that you wouldn't want to discuss on the shelf or is everything open? 
I don't know if um, we haven't had a we haven't said things that are off topic. I think it's um, it is more about what we're comfortable with, what we're talking about. Um, for me, we want to talk about stuff because it's, it's it's some of it's me and Lid, some of it we have a guest, some of it's with us and Helen and Margaret. Each one of us brings something. Mm. So even if it's an area, which I don't think we've had yet, but, you know, like you said about um, politics and stuff, I never feel that I'm all up there in the politics and stuff. And, and really, it's not something over the years that I've always been very interested in. I think more recent years I've been become more interested in. But it's not a topic that I could probably sit and talk about for an hour or so because one, I get bored and two, I don't think I, 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 I don't, you know my knowledge is, yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, if we were to have a discussion about that, it wouldn't bother me so much because I know the others are going to bring something as well. Do you see okay, what I mean? Yeah. But I, I don't think we've had a, we've had, I've thought of things I would like to do this, but then I'm thinking, well, maybe not now, maybe a bit later on, maybe in season two or season three. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if you've thought, Lid, if there's anything that we wouldn't we wouldn't talk about. No, there isn't. I w- I would say um, maybe not not talk about, but we we would realise that we need to be sensitive about the topics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, for instance, we have. In fact, it was the episode that Dawn was on. It was with um, um, talking about family. Because even though we're saying it in a context here and we get the joke of it, you know, when you put these puns in and everything. But actually, that's really not nice, maybe to our listeners. So, yeah. do, do, do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, not so it. So, put it this way: if we had a guest on, we spoke about something, or any guest, and and, and actually anybody that comes onto the shelf, whether that's um, as a guest or one of the other two members, Margaret and Helen, myself and Patsy, you know, we would always share the raw recording with everybody yeah. Yeah? yeah and we would all take a view on are we okay with that being shared yeah. yeah you know um so from a safeguarding perspective and safe pace perspective so i, I would i wouldn't say and with those kind of um boundaries or um for lack of a better word rules that we've all agreed upon um then really there isn't a topic that we couldn't really talk about mm. and as patsy said you know um because also the shelf is, as I would speak, so maybe I have a topic that I'm not so great on. So I'm coming to Patsy. Normally I'd say, but right, Patsy, you know, well, I had this thing today and uh, people were talking about this, didn't really know a lot about it. Do you know anything about it? So then Patsy's sharing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So um, I'm sharing what I don't know. Patsy's helping me to see what I know. But also, you know, Patsy would then say to me, OK, well, have a read of this or uh, talk to this person because I know this person is really interested in that or... I would talk to you, Dawn. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, no. There's no. nothing off limits. Yeah. You know, because as I said, I don't do politics. I know some people don't do religion and whatever else, but um, it just seems like you lot are up to... We are. And, and I think as well, it's like Lydia said earlier about when we signpost and we want to make sure... We're talking as we would be talking at home, yeah. but we know we're, what we're saying is being broadcasted to a wide audience, so it is about being sensitive and having the correct information. So again, when we did, I think it was one of, I think it was when you was on us, Dawn, with us, we touched on a topic and lid and we were thinking, oh, maybe we didn't have all the facts there, so maybe let's just take that bit out. So it's about being sensitive and, and aware of what we're saying before we put it out. Yeah, yeah. but also, 
Um, when you talk, I know what you mean about politics and things like that, but there are some things in politics where um, we really do have to get involved. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, for my man of the moment this year since COVID has been um, Marcus Rashford. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that's a political move, isn't it? But to big up um, the things that he does for the Trussell Trust, actually to just to big him up as a human being, mm. yeah, for the kind of support he has given to a lot of people um, in a very, very hard time. So, yeah, sometimes you have to go against the grain, mm-hmm. but keep it, um, keep it to as much as, you know, you know you can kind of handle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so next one. Patsy, I'm coming to you first. Oh, God. <laughs> it's all right, it's the same question, but I just want to hear your uh, answer first. Right. So if you could interview any two people, one of who's past and one who is around, obviously, who would they be and why? Oh, my God. Interview them. Yeah, like do a podcast with them. So, you know, you're, you, you've got them around the table, you've got the wine flowing. Oh, why can't you go to Lydia first, <laughs> Lydia first whoever's got the answer first I was, th- I was thinking well, anyone anyone at all it could be anyone who well they have to be alive they have to no no live. one one alive one who's passed like for me yeah go on. I'd love to interview say Nelson Mandela who's obviously passed mm. um, and well actually I haven't really thought about someone who's alive I don't know maybe See, I'm stuck with my own. I've got two. I've got two that are passed actually. Go on, Lou. Go on, Lou. Right, one would be Che Guevara. Okay. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he's quite significant. I think in my household as a figure, just as a figure anyway, um, of who he is. Just to understand a little bit more about his life. Fascinated with him and his life. Um, And as my father-in-law is Cuban, and he's done a lot for Cubans. My son's name is Che. Um, one of my sons was born on Pe- well, Chair was born on People's Day actually as to why it's called Chair. I have another son who's born on the day of the revolution in Cuba, so I have a lot of affiliations there. Oh, and namely Carlos. <laughs> oh yeah, let's not forget him. He's he's one person who's like I mean, there are loads of people you've just mentioned Nelson Mandela and everything, but one person that I would really and th- and this is a bit odd, and it's only because I watched something the other day, is Gaddafi. Colonel Gaddafi. Okay. Colonel Gaddafi, simply because he, what, well, we believe he was aspiring to create a currency for Africans to use in gold to uh, actually uh, loosen ties with the West. So Africa would have its own currency to. So I would just like to understand a little bit more about his, uh, maybe when he was in his right frame of mind. You know, the projections he had to, to carry Africa forward. He's not the only person. But just because I saw that programme the other day, I've just thought about him. I mean, there's many people that I would I would love to interview. Haida Selassie would be one of them. Okay. You yeah. know, Bob Marley. Bob Marley, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. I've always said Bob Marley. Do you know what I mean? Right, um, yeah. So it, but it would depend on the context. So if it was a musical, yeah, Bob Marley, Haida Selassie from a Rastafarian perspective, the whole movement, and actually how he felt about himself being thought of as this person you know so those kinds of things um i mean in terms of people living and actually going back one other person who's dead would be my dad oh bless. yeah always okay. um in terms of people that are living that i would love to um interview um probably barack okay yeah. um i would love to interview the three um 
the, uh, the three footballers who didn't do so well. I would love no. to love to interview them. And simply from a perspective of, you know, my children play football. Uh, they have done a lot to raise the profile of footballers um, for us. And within one fell swoop, we saw how fragile that foundation was. You know, so from that perspective, um, just to interview them so I could share it with, you know, people within my network and beyond that. I mean, to be fair, some of us knew how fragile that, you know, that foundation was anyway. But um, yeah, to to see it in living colour was kind of like, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, And also, you know, we we just came here before. I know I'm mentioning loads of people here. Stormzy. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 the reason I was saying that is just because we were sitting here before and we were all just saying, did you catch the set? (laughs) And we did. So, uh, and he's doing a lot, you know, for um, um, an educational perspective, raising um, the figurine of the alternative of what is considered to be great um um and you know and not losing what who he is yeah agreed so i think lydia's answered for both of us i think i think the only so two people um, and i guess um i kind of thought you might have had a question about um people and I and I I see I saw the question in a slightly different context but as Lydia mentioned her dad I was thinking about my mum um not necessarily for an interview but even to have a conversation with yeah um so for those of you who are listening my mum passed nine years ago um and so much has happened and I think god if she was here what would she be saying and actually I know what she'd be saying because I can hear it in her (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and another person, and I think we have a musical question coming along, but my all-time favourite is Mary J. Bly. So it'd have to be her, um, play her tunes all the time. And yeah, just to, just to um, sit down around the table with her would be amazing. I love that. Actually, I've just thought, Issa Rae, I love her. Mm-hmm. Love everything that she's done, especially in Secure. So, um, yeah, that would be my living person. Sorry, just thought I'd add that in there. Because I had a chance to think about, um, you know, who, that was a who good I question, would actually. That was a good question. Right, okay. Now, Lydia, I think I already know the answers to, to this question. But um, what would be your theme tune, anthem or saying that sums up your life so far? Yeah, Daniel Bedingfield's We Gotta Get Through This. <laughs> yeah. I've got two tracks, yeah. Daniel Bedingfield, We Gotta Get Through This, and Mob Deep, Quiet Storm. So, <laughs> yeah, Daniel Bedingfield, I've already told you I've got seven kids, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, every day is a situation where <laughs> we just got to get through, because sometimes, you know, my plate is overflowing. and uh, Sometimes. <laughs> a lot of the time, so it's, but these are things I have to get done, you mm. know, so... Um, if I didn't have that in my mind as my mantra as I'm doing certain things, um, I, I just wouldn't be able to get through all the things that I need to I need to do. And actually, it's a good mantra to have yeah. because, it, you know, there isn't anything that I can't do, really, if I put my mind to it. I just have to organise myself. And, and I'm saying that I'm not the most organised person. You might think having all well, these well, children... Well, Lydia was late today, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, BPT in full yeah. effect. <laughs> you know, so uh, yeah. Well, I'm a black woman. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm beyond these things. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Uh, yeah, to get through things, Daniel Bedingfield, I play that all the time. Uh, Quiet Storm um, for me is mostly nostalgic, um, but life is a quiet storm. You know, luckily for me, I met somebody who I could tackle that quiet storm with, you know, and I, and I met him actually listening to that track. So uh, from my perspective, yeah, life is a quiet storm, um, whether it's quiet, whether it's loud or whatever. Um, it, it is what it is. And really, you've just got to get through. That's it. Back to Daniel Bedingfield. Back to Daniel Bedingfield. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't ever... Um... I don't think I've got a, like a mantra where I have to, you know, like the Daniel Bedingfield thing. But as I said, Mary J is just my all-time hero. Um, and part of the reason why, apart from the her music is just amazing, we, me and my siblings, uh, when the four of us were here and when we all, everybody used to get on with everybody, <laughs> uh, we went to see her in concert. And it's just amazing. And it was... Um, Probably one of her first concerts. Probably was the four. It was. Do you remember yeah, when we were yeah, in yeah. college and that came out? It yes. Was. yes. I used to have, was. I used to have wow. my little weave done in that kind <laughs> of Do you remember? Yes. And I just, I just, th- and I was thinking about that today, and that was just such a special time. The, the me, um, Angela, Trevor, and Mackie, and we went to see her. It was just, it was just fabulous. So yeah, any of her tracks, and at the way I was listening to No More Drama today, and that's pretty much. That kind of sums up the last couple of years, really. Of sort of thinking, and fine, mm, that's fine. Yeah. But um, but yeah, lots of other tracks and stuff. But I think for Mary Jane Man for me, it's a standout one. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. I went to for my fiftieth. The the kids got me a ticket to see her in Kew Kew Gardens. Oh, wow. uh, that was just amazing. Do you know what? For I've me. never seen her in concert. I've seen a few people, but I still haven't seen mm. her. But Mary's like for me. We grew up with Mary. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, every every one of her songs is actually something you can relate to your life, isn't mm. it? And she's very real. She is. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And especially what's the 411. She weren't, there weren't no sugarcoating, no. fluffiness. Mm. It was like... Hardcore. Hardcore drama. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's a good one. Mm. Okay, like that. Um, okay, so what's what's next on the shelf, ladies? What what's uh, the next step? So um, well, it depends, really. Well, not that it depends, but you know, we need. Let, let's not book around the bush, you know. We need listeners. We need yeah, you yeah. lot showing us some love. Um, we're taking a break, um, as, as as we've mentioned before. You know, we ain't really it literate literate. Um, so you know, we've learned a lot. We have. And, it's, and you're right. So when we started, as we said, we just thought, let's just go for it and see what happens. Um, we agreed on like seven campfires. And the um, reason for seven is because lucky number seven. Lucky number okay. seven. <laughs> so uh, we've, we've published six. We're, Lyd and I are going to do a wrap up. and We're going to just tell our listeners what what the last six campfires have meant to us and what we've done and what we've achieved, what we think. Sorry, do you want to explain campfires? To people who don't know. They're just episodes, really. Yeah. Okay. But campfire's are, just an episode. There are episodes. Yeah. They're the shelf's episodes, yeah. so we call them campfires. And, and another reason... I we kept, got in, I campfires. Think this is no, easy. campfires is because it's warm. 
okay. and it's sitting around together, you <laughs> know. Lydia loves anything yeah, warm. Yeah, no, 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 we know that. <laughs> no, but campfires is like, that's where you tell your stories, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like So that, you so. sit around the campfire. Yeah. So, um... I don't so like camping. <laughs> Sorry, people, but if you could see the face right now. <laughs> but you might like glamping. We could do yeah, no, right. I don't even think I'd like glamping, to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm just putting it out there. Don't think we're, you know, sleeping bags and marshmallows in that. No, no we ain't doing that. No, no. no so, um, so, yeah, we're going to do a little wrap-up and then we're going to start uh, recording mid-September to uh to to start publishing again but yeah we're just gonna have a bit of a reflection and see what's going but as lid said we're getting a lot of help from our family we love it um my son's done the website lid's son does the editing um my daughter-in-law is gonna get uh do what doing our marketing um so yeah we've had a lot of lot of support which is really really good um and yeah we have had um some good feedback we've had a lot of people telling us what they think and, and it's good feedback well I wouldn't um, even mind the bad feedback if yeah, I have to be exactly. honest what we're, what we're we, not doing so well so we can actually because without that feedback's we, a gift feedback yeah. is a gift yeah. absolutely and if you know as Lid said we want people to tell us what they think what would they even any suggestions that they think we should be talking about we're probably talking about it anyway but we just ain't got to it yet but yeah so um so that's next we're, we're looking forward to it. so we're doing we're going to be doing a lot of work on our marketing um doing a lot of stuff on our social media to get some followers um increase our followers should i say and um yeah get our name out there but really as we said you know the shelf is anything that you want it to be so tell us what you want it to be yeah okay yeah. you know yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. tell us tell us <laughs> you know Amen. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> you know how to get those. <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know it, love Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh, love that. Thank you, ladies. <laughs> okay, and the final question is one that I'm asking everybody who I interview, especially during this Black History Month in Slough. So what would you like to see in Slough that is lacking either in regards to what it is that you're actually doing or just in general? What I would like to see is is we all need to support each other. I think we don't do it enough as a black community. Um, and we need to do it, man, because we should be lifting as we rise. We should be, um, you know, you see a man doing something or a woman doing something, you should be supporting that. And I think as a black community, particularly, well, I, you know, I've born and bred in Slough and we don't do it enough. And for me, that is the biggest thing, because if we ain't going to support our, each other, who's going to support us? Yeah. Amen. I hear that. And, and really, I would say the same as Patsy, but in a different frame. One thing I would like to say is we are all black people. Yeah. I don't care if you're from Africa. I don't care if you're from the West Indies, yeah? But actually, we're all from Africa. Well, yeah, however you want to look at it, but, but, yeah. but from my perspective, it, it, it's really that. Because um, as an African person growing up here, I, I was. There were times that I was made to feel being African by the black community wasn't a good thing to be. You know, I'm, I'm glad to see that that's changed, but that was very real, mm, you yeah. know? Uh, and, and, and sometimes it, it saddens me to see that still as a 48-year-old woman, I still come across those kinds of things, you know, um, that people are quite surprised when they meet me to, to understand that actually I'm African. Uh, yeah.
yep, I left my bone at home. Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I don't know what, what else you would, you know, but, but this is it. So, you know, this kind of thing as brother, sister, let it really be that, Yeah. you know, rather than... I think it's got better during the last few years, but I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, because as one, we are stronger. Absolutely. Yeah. And when people see divisions, yeah, so... They jump on those things. Yeah. Mm. Because, like I said before about foundations, yeah, nothing should be able to come and shake you when you're one. Yeah. But as soon as there's a loose stone... That's it. There you are, prodigal son. Yeah. Prodigal son, biblical times. <laughs> Samson yeah. and Delilah. You know yeah. the weakness. You will exploit it. Your yeah. enemies yeah. will exploit it. So let's not be enemies together. For me... Yeah. That 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 would be one thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it has got better. I think the, you know, generally I'm I'm not I'm not uplifting of the younger generation, but uh, yeah, they uh, they do try my patience. <laughs> but on this point, I would say they are more one. Yeah. Yeah. Than what we were when we was younger. There you are. Definitely. Yeah. yeah true. I'd agree with that. Yeah. So give them their props, because generally I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bless you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having us It has been this. a pleasure having you here. Um, <laughs> as always, I get the jokes. Yeah. Um, would you like to promote your podcast? Can we, where can people find you? I'm not saying well, it, Patsy. I never what? know that bit. You don't. <laughs> I mean, Patsy's pointing to me. Usually at the end of the show, she's like, oh, this is where you can find us. This is all of a sudden. <laughs> So we are the we are on all your so we're on Insta, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, I think. Yeah. So uh the shelf renaissance, um on Insta it's underscore the shelf renaissance and on Facebook underscore the shelf renaissance. Yeah, but you can also region. find us on our anchor, Spotify. Yep, and we've got our website which is www.theshelfrenaissance.com. Yeah. But, there you go. But really, you people know us, so reach out. You don't have, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. if you don't know the shelf, you do know Patsy, you do know Lydia, and you do know Dawn. Yep. So reach out. Well, and if you're not reaching out, that says all. Said with a smile. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> and I think we can end it on that note. <laughs> Cheers, Dawn. Thank you, ladies. It's been a pleasure, and um, hopefully, we'll have another chat again sometime soon hopefully yeah, do. always a thanks, pleasure thanks, thanks very much Tom. thanks once again to this week's guest and to you for listening this podcast was supported by Home Slough using public funding by the National Lottery through Arts Council England and you can find the blog that accompanies this podcast and many others on www.newdawndiary.co.uk that's www.newdawndiary.co.uk. Take care, stay blessed and celebrate life.